0: Hello and welcome everyone to a bonus episode on the podcast and if you happen to be reading the actual interview on the blog you will see that this is the additional audio component where we get to learn about the authors that uh, come on the blog once a month. For April we have the award-winning fantasy and sci-fi author V.S. Holmes to discuss their new novel Heretics. And last year, we had V.S. Holmes join us to look into their fantasy world, but this time, we're looking into the sci-fi universe. So, thank you, (laughs) V, for joining us.
1: Thanks so much for having me. This is a a fun way to switch it up.
0: Yeah, hey, yeah, because we had met last, yeah, technically we We met met, last year, but (laughs) (laughs) it's not the same. So, yeah, it's neat to actually get to talk to you. Yeah, you too. And... So I, I find it just so cool that you do archaeology because that was something I wanted to do as a kid. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious, like, what's the coolest thing you've found?
1: Well, I mean, cool cool is is a little bit subjective. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, what I think is cool is probably not what like Indiana Jones might think is cool. Um, but no, I would say the coolest for me um, was a. Stone knife that I found um, up in northern New Hampshire. So I I sort of specialized in New England archaeology. And um, I was doing a a rescue project up there. They were putting in a septic system. So we had to quickly go take care of a site that was going to be destroyed. And um, I found a a stone knife that was approximately 13,000 years old. Mm -hmm. And we were able to excavate it using rubber gloves. So we didn't touch it. And because of that we did protein residue analysis on the edge of the blade and it came back positive for bear dna which i thought was super cool Um, they were treating a a bear hide um and and that was just just really neat to be able to get this additional insight into what this was being used for because finding a stone tool that no one has touched in thirteen thousand years is pretty awesome on its own yeah but able to, to really learn what they were doing with it in a way that is you know scientifically provable and not just sort of fun speculation was was really really neat
0: wow and so what what came of um the weapon once once you found it
1: um so the the project that i was working on was part of uh the the state archaeology archaeological program um and it was run by the state archaeologist at the time of of new hampshire so all of the artifacts were um mostly taken care of and cataloged at the actual like historic preservation department of new hampshire um usually things will either go to the like a museum or some sort of cataloging system um or hopefully ideally back to the tribes um but sometimes the landowner ends up with them you know it's sort of a depends on the situation but but in that case everything was was cataloged and we were able to have some really great resources at our disposal or at, at our disposal for that. So,
0: Wow. That is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like not everyone gets to yeah, find something as neat as like a no. old, <laughs> really, really old skinning tool. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm curious, like, so like you live in a tiny home. How mm-hmm. has that been with how the world has been in the past year?
1: Our, right. our life is sort of, <laughs> it's really chaotic for the past few years. Um, so we're actually in the process of looking for a less tiny place um, oh. for, for a variety of reasons. We ran into some legal issues, um, and there's a lot of legal issues with having a tiny house, depending on, on where you're living. Um, so we're, we're in the process of maybe finding something a little bit more sedentary. <laughs> um, but yeah, the that's been most most of the issues in the past year or so. Um, and we're also sort of hoping to maybe switch gears a little bit and slow down our our life um i'd like to be able to focus on writing a little bit more and having a permanent place really helps with that so.
0: yeah yeah because um I, I i looked into a bunch of research years ago into tiny homes and in alberta it's like you're saying difficult with legal reasons. And right, right. for the longest time, it's just like, where do you put one of those? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's hard. Cause you know, we, we own property, but it's, it's still, there's weird zoning stuff and, you know, you, you have to have a permanent structure on it. And then at that point it's like, well, <laughs> You
0: just have a home. <laughs>
1: right. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, but
1: no, it was, it was a fantastic project and I was able to work on it with my dad for, for five years before he passed. And that was worth every penny and every, you know, bruise. <laughs> um and and you know, I'm I'm happy that we had that experience. So.
0: Yeah, so you guys built it just from the ground up, eh? Hey?
1: Yes. Yep, wow. we bought the trailer and ground up. I designed the the CAD drawings for it. Um and my dad was a contractor for much of his life. So, you know, he he helped with a lot of the weird fiddly stuff like making a curved roof and a curved door and things like that.
0: Oh wow, man! Yeah. yeah, like that's the best way to do it because then you get mm-hmm. like you get to really customize and build your own mini dream home without. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're not you're mentioning uh, just before that you're currently on site. Hey.
1: Yes. Yeah. So this weird art behind me is is a hotel room, um, south <laughs> of Boston. <laughs> this is not the tiny house.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We and- actually started this week.
0: Oh, Monday. nice. And what do they have you doing out there right now?
1: Um, we're just doing a, a project for a walkway that's being widened. Um, it's uh, what, what I do is contract archaeology. So when people are doing road work or power line work or pipeline work, uh, they'll call us uh, first to make sure that nothing of historical significance is going to be impacted. Um, in this area, it's, it's primarily Native American um you know artifacts or remains or, or what have you uh, but there's definitely a, a large euro american component too cuz new england and you
0: know <laughs> yeah yeah nice that's awesome cool so uh i do want to ask so your new book
1: yes. when is it coming out <laughs> may 8th so may Heretics 8th. yeah it's the it's the fourth book in the nell bentley series and uh there will be a total of six we know that now <laughs>
0: Cool. All right. So May 8th is when people will be able to get their hands on it and learn more where, uh, Neil Bentley goes next. Yes. Um, yeah. Any... <laughs>
1: <to the> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Or horror. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you'd like to add before, uh, we close off here?
1: Well, um, so heretics is coming out May 8th. Um, but I also have a lot of other projects in the works. Um, I'm working on some Epic fantasy stuff, which Ooh. should be coming up in 2022, um, along with the, the final installments of Nell. Um, so I've got that going on. And something super cool and nerdy that happened recently with the Nell series is the first book, um, an excerpt of it, is actually headed to the moon um, oh. as part of the Writers on the Moon uh, project. I guess the the Peregrine Moon Lander is going to deliver a payload that includes a time capsule um, of a bunch of different authors' work, and uh travelers is gonna be a part of that.
0: Oh is wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no, is...
1: a space, not just like in you know, in, in, in the books.
0: The, yeah. Oh wow. Okay, that is that is super neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Oh, I'll have to keep watch on uh how that goes. Um and yeah, thank you again, V for joining us. Um and we will definitely keep watch for when heretics comes out
1: fantastic thank you so much for having me
0: yeah cool well we will chat again soon and take care
1: (laughs) you too